0: Welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And Forrest.
1: David didn't even do the head thing on that one.
0: I did a slight
2: jerk to the right Uh,
0: in my seat. Do we have to to start over? No, no, no. We're (laughs) here in 2022. Uh, Get used to it. We made it. it. Get used to it. Get used to it. Uh, We've been off a couple weeks. Thank you for allowing us... Uh, that time, no one yelled at us and said that they were mad that we've taken off. Um, everyone has been nice and cordial in the Discord. It's been great. Uh, we appreciate you. We needed you.
2: time to prepare for this incredible <laughs> treat that you're about to hear.
0: There is a game that Yikes. I literally crammed in at the end. <laughs> yes. I beat it <laughs> Two on for me. January 31st. Mm. So wait, that, that is not <laughs> happening. No, no. no yet. Wait, no, no, December thirty first. No. <laughs> I did uh, I did not travel into the future to beat a game,
1: or uh, all the way into right last January thirty first. <laughs> I was really cramming it back at the end of the uh, first month of last year. Um, so I mean, we'll you might have been cramming
2: s- games back then too. <laughs> Who knows? Right.
0: Um, we'll give you a small insight into how this is going to work. Uh, we we're going to list
2: 10 games, and that's it.
0: That's our game of the year list.
2: Uh, we will not...
0: We're going to now start with number 10.
2: As as uh, listeners will remember, we had a very scientific process of doing this last year, which created a, a, a perfect list that we all agreed with everything on the list. Um, we yes. can all say that. And this year, too, uh, we all 100% have agreed that this is the top 10 games of the year. Um, At least ones that we played. Because some some of these may or may not be games from uh, the year 2021, but we did play them in the year 2021. Um, That's right.
1: That's all that matters.
2: Right. And so the way that we came up with this list, I mean, it does... You don't really need to know, uh, but it was a very scientific process, and you know it took us multiple weeks to devise the algorithms that (laughs) will properly generate, like that will the definitive sift sift together all of our thoughts and just create this definitive list. And so, uh, we think it's really good.
0: It takes a lot to meld all three of us into the same person, but we've slowly. It takes a lot
2: to make a stew.
1: I feel right. like I feel like it actually uh, is very simple to get us all into the same mind <laughs> on certain things. Like yeah, we Hearts. we did
2: we <laughs> just for some context we did do a Unimind like the Eternals did uh, yes, at the end yeah. of the movie Eternals.
1: Spoilers. And we were not interrupted at all during it, so it went right. off without a hitch. The world is saved. I mean, as
2: as far as we You're know, we weren't interrupted. It was. It's sort of weird. It's kind of an out of body thing. You don't really know what's going <laughs> on.
1: Right.
0: I just want. Right.
2: I, I want everyone to know that I am outside right now. I Ooh, thought it was such cool. a nice day that I, I set up my recording equipment, in my backyard. Hmm. Although the sun I is going down now, so it's going to be, pitch black out here by the time we're finished, which <laughs> will not be ideal for me, but. You know, <laughs> get some well, bug uh, spray, buddy. We'll, we'll burn we'll burn that bridge when we cross it.
1: Get <laughs> yeah. a, <get> some, <laughs> while we're crossing, get some get some
0: kibble or something out there and try to attract the deer live on air. Ooh. That would be great. Um, there are deer around him uh, at any given moment. <laughs> uh,
1: no matter where he is, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's annoying. So... <laughs> when
2: I'm to taking a shower. God, <laughs> you Pop
1: know the scene from in. Psycho. It's that, but with a deer. <laughs> yeah, with a but deer. they can't hold a knife because they don't have opposable thumbs.
0: It's their antler
1: that comes through. Or the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's
0: actually pretty horrifying. Um, okay, so number 10 on Suplex the Sticks' Game of the Year list is The Gunk. The Gunk mm. is a game that uh, you guys have not heard us talk about because we have beaten it. Uh, after the pause. Yes. The great holiday pause, uh, we'll call it. Uh, I love that game. It did exactly what I wanted it to. It put me on a strange alien planet where I was able to remove gunk uh, by Luigi's Mansioning it by sucking it into this seemingly unending backpack that
1: I had. I had a few problems with it, but overall, I think there's like a lot of potential there. And at its highest points in the game... I was ha- having one of the best times that I've had this year. Yeah, it was,
0: it was absolutely enthralling. And it, uh, so there, I had issues with, uh, I liked Kenna Bridge of Spirits, um, but I left that game feeling like, man, it did a good job of capturing that action adventure, um, you know, recipe yeah. of, of and feeling that I like in games, but I don't feel it executed it well or executed it perfectly uh i think the gunk perfectly executes it down to uh some hiccups and all like it's like oh i should have known that's how games work or be like because i've played those games it's just that we've refined past that yeah um so thunderful games uh fantastic uh developer is uh, this their first it's their first think. like next gen or like their first like big big mm. like type of game, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, it could be argued that if it's a big game, it's yeah, the, but like it's, it's definitely it's, the biggest, yeah. the 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 most ambitious game they have made. Right. When it comes to, to it. like mechanically and graphically stuff like that. Yeah.
1: After what we played through for the gunk, I'm I'm pretty stoked to see where they go next. If you,
0: I mean, you should. Because I know you haven't played them, you should go back and play Steam World Dig, Steam World Dig Two, the entire Steam World Hot. Yeah, no, I did it. They're they're all fantastic games, and so I've been waiting for the gunk ever since. They're listen, Seth turned me on to Steam World Dig One, and I thought, oh, this is gonna be amazing. Uh, Well, I I played it and thought it was amazing, and then i I just went on the rest. Uh, I've just played all of them um, yeah fantastic games uh, So the gunk is number 10. well rightly so uh, I'm very I'm very excited for the gunk Proud that's there yeah okay next on the list is Ratchet and Clank you know it's we reach a Unimind perspective sometimes even though one person, is the person that played it, but and we do I loved uni- it so much.
1: We do unanimously agree, though. Yes, this is the number nine game. This is number nine of 2021.
0: Um, hmm. It's it 2021. I thought you said 2029. I nope. was like, this it's. I, I said well, out. Check 20 check 2099. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> um, so why Ratchet do you wish Plank that that
2: place is horrible? Yeah, yeah that, that future future sucks.
1: sucks. Listen, the future. It's a says, corp- It's a corporate nightmare. We're already living it. Um, I just like the character. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, uh, but Ratchet and Clank was one of the most beautiful games I played this year.
2: Um, a duck just flew by me.
0: Ooh. Who? A duck?
2: Ooh, yeah, a duck. No, okay. a duck. Th-
0: okay. Okay. Ah, um, dang. There are no ducks that I remember in Ratchet and Clank. Um, that's
2: hashtag a Hashtag no ducks. Hashtag no you ducks. You know, that's
1: the reason it's at number nine and not Sorry, number Clank. one. <sighs> it's yeah. true. If there, were, we if there were ducks in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the number one game this year may or may not have ducks in it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll find out. Uh,
0: so Ratchet and Clank was a fantastic experience. If you have a PS5 and you uh, maybe haven't felt like... Uh, how do I explain? Because next gen is such a weird thing right now because, of course, all these developers are trying to figure out what to do with how to really optimize the way a console works. Yeah. And so I think that um, in Ratchet & Clank, Insomniac really figured it out. Insomniac, right? My brain just completely blanked on the developer. Yes. Yes. Um, they they really... I'm excited to see what they do next. I'm hoping it's another Ratchet & Clank. Or...
1: It's Spider-Man ideally, 2. Ideally... Oh, no, it is
0: Spider-Man 2. Well, they have multiple studios because they're working that is on true. Wolverine yep. and Spider-Man.
1: Wolverine, Spider-Man, probably um, a future Ratchet game with how this one did.
0: You're right. So who knows? I don't know if any of those are coming out this coming year. I doubt it. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to see what comes out next from Insomniac. Because uh, Ratchet and Clank was
2: amazing. Uh, number eight on our list. Uh, this is Seth here. Um, if you could not tell, um, is of course the <laughs> the great game that we all meme together for so long. Uh, the and is it even a game? Technically not. It is a demo of Stranger of Fa- Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. Um. It seems, that, you know, I went back and forth about our, our Unimind. You know, we weren't super sure if we wanted to include this on the list. Because technically it's not a game. And the full game is coming out next year. And it's probably going to be our game of the year next year. Spoiler alert. Uh, but it was just, it was so baffling and so fun. me For me specifically, um, even before they did the second demo that had the kind of insane stuff in it. Um, in regards to the cutscenes, just playing it was, it was just really fun to play. Uh, the the one stage that they gave us, um, and I was coming off of, you know, wanting a an, another Neo type experience, and then here comes Team Ninjas like, oh, here you go, here's a little taste of this next game, and the game play just really hit for me, and I I'm super excited for the full game, of course, but this demo was uh it gave me uh it gave me a big old i don't know
1: a big old kiss yes <laughs> thank you <laughs> you're welcome my my was. brain
2: was going to things that were inappropriate uh <laughs> rather than um appropriate so yes it gave me a big old chaos kiss
1: <laughs> mm. yeah uh i i second every every notion there I had a really good time with the demo. I it is definitely a standout moment for the uh, the year games wise for me. Very excited for next year or this year. Gosh, we're going to be doing that this yes. entire episode. Yes. <laughs> Getting the years. We'll confused. just
2: we'll just we'll use the technique that David did to jam in the final game of at the beginning of of twenty twenty one. We'll go back yeah. and retroactively uh, post this episode. Yes. in 2021.
1: Yeah. yeah. On January 31st, right of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only
2: way it'll work. It's yeah. it's unfortunate, but
1: you know, that's how it is.
0: All right. Uh number 7 forest. Number
1: 7 is Resident Evil Village. Oh, uh great game. I, I think we can all Fantastic pretty game. much agree. Um w- what would you guys say was the best portion of the game? Though <clears throat> for me, it's the dollhouse. I can't remember the name of the character, but oh, God, that no, entire section—that's no my favorite part of the game. That um, is my favorite um, part of the game. I think that's where it stands out and is the most unique.
2: You know, it's it's tough to pick. It certainly wasn't the uh, fish guy. Um, it's just it's such a weird game because it is like a multiple games that are sort of crammed together, and I do think.
1: It's a lot of ideas and crammed into one Yeah, it's one little ball, you know.
2: It's so I don't I don't think that I had an experience like Resident Evil Village um at any other point during the year. It's just it was this wholly unique thing. Um and I think it, it could rightfully be like anywhere on this list. Like if this was number one, I I wouldn't have argued with it. And if it was number ten, I'm
1: like yeah, that's fine. Just because, of well, course, you just... wouldn't argue with it because we're the, we unimined this. Whole right. List. Well, I'm
2: just saying that if our if we collectively had decided that I I would have been fine with it being anywhere on the list. Just because like if we were at number one and saying Resident Evil Village is our best game of the year, like I would have been able to pull out things that were like yeah, this is why I think that this was like the best experience I had this year playing a game. Uh, and you know, if we were to say it was, <laughs> I, I, we could, I couldn't argue, agree that it was like the worst game. But it, it was a really good time, and it, but it was just so strange from moment to moment, like the way it jerked you back and forth. But characters are great. The, the absurd voice acting is amazing. I don't know. It was, it was a great time, and also some really, uh, <laughs> really janky times in between yeah uh, the different moments of greatness uh, it was super enjoyable i i really loved Resident Evil village Ethan
0: but winter also it also genuinely left me excited for more uh um as someone that like uh like if you've listened to our previous Resident Evil episodes, you know that I fell off early on and then have come back um okay. it it, it has to take a certain amount to keep me interested into the franchise, and uh, at the end of it, I was like, okay, this is going to be really interesting to see what they do next. I'm not sure uh, I trust them to land it or to make it good, but I am at, at least intrigued and excited to play what comes next, Yeah, uh, if that makes sense.
1: It, that's kind of... The case with a lot of Capcom series, you know, like they can stick something and then you are very uncertain going forward. But well, yeah, there's I, always something to enjoy out of those experiences, regardless.
0: Right. So, you know, we'll see what happens with Resident Evil.
1: Um, the oh next thing gosh. down the pipeline is, I think, the remake of Four. When, no, I'm not
0: going to play any remakes.
1: Uh, you um, know me. Well, yeah. I will.
0: Resident Evil, uh, they'll call it, uh, Resident Evil, uh, 6, but the I and X will be blue or something, because it's a 9. Because it's 9. Yeah. That's what I want. Resident Evil
1: 69. Because it's gotta, they gotta put episode 9
0: in, Uh, into the, uh. Resident Evil 69. They
2: gotta put 9... You play as, uh, what's her name? Lady D.
0: Oh, God. All right.
2: Um, It's a porn game. I'm excited to see. uh, Uh, I bet someone has actually. Someone has probably made that, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. There is this bat that is circling above me, and I think it's going to attack. So if I, <laughs> how if big I, is this I, bat? Is it if I is it man at bat any time. it's
1: not Morbius. Good. Uh, but is it Kirk Langstrom from DC Comics? Man no, bat. It's
2: not man. Good.
1: Uh, I would argue he has scared me more in that one jump scare in Arkham Knight than Morbius ever has in my entire life. <laughs> um, it's getting, it's getting uh, like crazy close to me. It's weird. <laughs> he has something to say about the games of the year. It's I'm, not making any I'm noise. interested. <laughs> he, dude, he's using echolocation. You just can't hear it. Oh my god. Um, god. All right.
2: So, the this sixth out game. To be more, more dangerous sitting outside than I anticipated. <laughs> the sixth game what? on our list is <laughs> Another one.
0: Final Fantasy VII Remake <laughs> Intergrade Episode Intermission.
2: Mm Oh, what an experience a good re- really uh, you know, I is. thought and I think I think Lands in the perfect spot on the list uh because like it's it's not a full fledged game it was a very brief experience but that like um did a great job of compacting what was so great about a uh, remake into a smaller experience and giving you cool uh, other perspectives in in that world uh yes happening simultaneous to the game uh, to the uh, the base game. It was just a, a whole
1: lot of fun. I'm very excited to see if the studio keeps that kind of uh, game philosophy going forward. Like when Remake 2 uh, comes out, if there is going to be another intermission episode sort of thing. And if it's going to focus on maybe like Vincent or something like that, you know? Um, I
2: think... I think that there's a strong chance of that, I think we could probably... Excuse me. Um, it's possible we could even see them for uh, other party members. Like, Yuffie and... Since they did it with Yuffie, doing one with Vincent would make sense because, um, as we know, those those were optional characters in the original one, and they w- this would be a good way... Uh, I mean, it is a good way to... Integrate Yuffie directly into the like what is happening in in the story and yeah, um, with Vincent, if you know anything about the lore of Final Fantasy VII, there's probably more direct path to making that happen. But um, yeah, so I, I, it's something I would expect. And look at what they did with Final Fantasy 15, and I know it's it's different directors and a different studio that's that's making these games, but it does seem to be a strategy of. Square Enix, to um, treat these as uh, bigger than the one game and create as many avenues for people to play it as possible. And we know they're doing that. I mean, you've got the First Soldier, uh, you've got the thing coming out this year that's the the mobile game that's, I forget what it's called. Same. Um, But that's (sighs) going to to redo all of the, the parts of the story. So... I could see, uh, you know, episode Vincent. I could see an episode. Uh, sorry, uh, that was that's final fantasy fifteen terminology. So the, they would just be random words, but they would be you know starring Vincent. You could I could imagine one with Sid. Um, but yeah. yeah, oh,
1: I would like that a lot, especially with Efi's um, partner in the episode intermission, like so Sonan. that, that man is straight up like gameplay wise. He is straight up just a template for what they're probably going to do with Sid.
2: Oh yeah. That's, that's absolutely true. Um, I could even, and it's, it's really, what makes it harder to speculate is the fact that like lore wise, everything is thrown off, but I could also see like an episode, uh, starring, um, Rufus because yeah. mm. of, like, I mean, they're at the end of at the end of uh, remake. They were definitely they they made a key point to focus on him as a character who uh, something different is happening to. Uh, So I don't know. I think it'll be cool. Um, uh, but yeah, I I I intergrade intermission was a whole lot of fun, and I hope like Forrest, I I do hope they continue to build on that with future characters because it'll be good.
0: And you, you really got to love in this that they are acknowledging and um, appreciating the deep lore of, you know, like the deep ground and
1: all of these. <laughs> the deep lore of the deep ground. Right. Uh,
0: and, you know, they, they're keeping the story moving by pushing Cloud and them to the next uh, seemingly critical step of the next adventure and so the the dlc didn't feel while it was standalone it didn't feel wholly separate and it felt one of the things in my brain that always i i sometimes when we do these types of things i get worried or like i think is it worth putting in there as its own thing and this stood apart so solidly on its own but it also wasn't a DLC where it was like, okay, you can just play this and ignore the rest of the main game. And, uh, and like it, it was very well integrated into, uh, what happened in the main game, uh, from its setting, uh, to getting to interact with characters from the, the main Final Fantasy seven remake, uh, like playing the, I forgot the name of the game.
2: Uh, that's stupid. Final Fantasy. Game. No, it was a, no, no, no. The mini game. Yeah uh, the 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 tower defense. Fort one. Condor. Fort, Fort Condor. Condor. Yep. Uh, you played Fort Condor. Basically, Clash against, Royale. Right. Um,
0: and I, it was very fun, and you played against all the characters, and you get the sense of what they're feeling at that time, and um, even wandering around Sector Seven and talking to like uh, the old lady that is like Cloud's Landlord and stuff like that. So like, cool. Um, you know, this felt... Seeing more of Roche. Right, seeing more of Roche. Um, you know, just genuinely getting another perspective at the same time as what the characters are going through that you've already played on the story. Um, it it felt important, but also separate, which was cool. Uh, not a lot of DLCs do a good job of that, yeah. in my opinion. It's either entirely separate or just like you're playing as another character that's just going through the plot points of the main game already. Um, so it it's it definitely earned its spot on the list at number six. And with that, we are going to take a break and have our own intermission and we'll be back with five through one of our list the top 10 list of 2021
1: hi big joe here and i'm here to tell you to check out suplex the sticks on all social media platforms at at suplex the sticks links for the socials and the invite to our discord are in the show notes below subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher and while you're at it let your friends know about the podcast
0: it's the best way to help us grow our community and with that back to the show And we're back. All right, so now we're at the portion of the award show where uh, we, the sponsors, are going to talk about ourselves and things. It's that the, we in, it's, in, the in- <laughs> it's the in memoriam section. It's the where we talk about things oh that no. we enjoyed this year and things that brought us joy uh, in gaming. Uh, also, that aren't that are
2: not specific to. games. They're not unless specific Forest, Unless Forrest wants to break the rules, because we did not Unimine this part beforehand. It's right. true. This is this off is the, the Unidome. W-
1: this is the wild card portion. Yes. Um, my
0: number... my uh, There's no numbers to this, <laughs> no, but one right. of the things that made me very happy, and this semi-counts as a video game, because there yeah. is a mobile app... For it, mm. Uh, mm. but it is the the Digimon trading mm. card game, which has yeah, I a. Think, uh, I don't
2: think that counts as a video that's, game. That's just not because that there's I an think. app that teaches you how to play.
0: No, the app has a thing where you can play the computer on it after you finish the tutorial. With right, the starter I, decks. I'm
2: aw- I'm aware, but it's not even the so whole starter deck. It's like twenty cards.
0: Well, it still counts as a game, and Ugh. so it as. Well, this is also how it relates to gaming, is how I've been playing. I did not beat it, so I could not put it into the list. You Uh, didn't beat the
2: tutorial?
0: No, but I have beaten... (laughs) uh, I have gotten through a good chunk of the Digimon Cyber Sleuth uh, game, and it's also gotten me even more excited for the future when Digimon Survive comes out, hopefully. Ugh.
2: I've, um, I, I only hope to survive long enough to see that game.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess as a whole, one thing that's kept me going this year has been Digimon in general.
2: Uh, Much like every year, I would say. For you yeah. and
0: I. Right. Um, shout out to the, the card game for continually getting delayed. It's super great. Um, hopefully <laughs> they eventually make a mobile version of the, the deck's and stuff to where you can do like online building. Yeah. Uh, Cause I would spend money on that stupidly uh, for sure. Uh, even though I have the paper cards themselves.
2: Oh, absolutely. I would probably spend more money <laughs> oh if I God. could just buy them digitally and, yeah. and, and just stop buying them physically. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but it's, it's a great time. Uh, you know, Seth, did you have anything that you wanted to to shout? Yes,
2: out? absolutely. I want to shout out. Um, I've I've shouted it out on this podcast before. I have shouted it out to many people personally. Um, uh, the kickstand on the Switch OLED, um, I absolutely love it. it. It has changed the way that. Well, it hasn't really changed the way that I play Switch, but it has uh, created a lot more comfort uh, in places that I am playing Switch. Um, I use that thing all the dang time. Um, As I have said, it is not something that I would say that you should buy the OLED model specifically for the kickstand, but it's, it's not really a game changer, but it's great. I love it. I'm so glad Nintendo knocked it out of the park with this kickstand because i i'd be kicking that stand all day so you're love that you're
0: setting up the switch on like your desk and yeah sometimes
2: uh i i find most often what i will do is if i'm laying in bed i will put the switch carry case on my stomach and then prop the switch up on the kickstand on the case on like the, the hard part of the case uh, and then I will uh, I mean I'll even I'll play with the Joy-Con still attached or I'll pop those Joy-Cons off and just have it as like this tiny screen on my on my tummy <laughs> This is great.
0: I'm not yeah. laughing at your joy. I'm here I'm, I'm supporting this. Uh, I just Look, you I'm when you so don't have to for you. when
2: you don't have to hold that thing up, you you don't it's not until you don't have to hold it anymore that you realize how much uh energy it's 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 taking for you to to be holding the thing up when you are when you are like when your body is horizontal or a little bit more than horizontal. It's a lot more taxing to be holding the switch up to your face. And so, having, yes, uh, yeah, put that thing on a flat surface or even like a, a mildly rounded surface um, because that's a good kickstand. It's it's pretty sturdy and it just makes it easier to play.
0: Love it. Love it. I do love it.
2: it. I mom. love it. It's great.
0: <laughs>
2: um, it I'd,
0: was I'd like al- to. Sh-
2: <laughs> I almost like- argued for it to be on the top 10 games, but since it's not a game, uh, it's a, not a game. We're talking about practice. Um, <laughs> we, c- I, we couldn't put it on there. I would What's like to shout
1: there? out my base model switches kickstand. Wow. Uh, I've been using it in the exact same ways that Seth has with his old Yeah, head. No, that's uh, right. Absolutely Whatever. Sure no you way. have. Sure no, you that, have.
0: That kickstand is the worst just thing in existence. I'm <laughs>
1: lying. Lying on it, microphone. It, 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 listen, I when i play lost, that thing at you work, have, it, you've destroyed it, the credibility it, I, the of this list. The kickstand holds up
0: perfectly. That thing is so bad that Nintendo had to release an extra accessory that was just a slightly better
1: version of that kickstand that plugs into the bottom of the. Screen. I remember I have being not had any problems yet, uh, and I, I, I played my first fair bit. This I was
2: year. in well, around the time the OLED came out. I was in GameStop. And someone was trading in their old Switch, um, and like the kickstand was like off of it, and the the GameStop workers like, "Oh, we can't take the, this thing is is broken." And and I chimed in was like, "Oh, it's supposed to come off." But then they showed it to me, and it was just straight up like the actual mechanism was broken. And I was like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> that that's not how it's supposed to be."
1: Ooh. Yeah, that's rough.
0: I literally never used it because I was so afraid of it breaking.
2: Because yeah, I didn't. I is... there were a few times I tried, but it was just like it's so delicate. Do you know because what I mean? even if, I even was... if you can get it to prop up, there's still the chance of the kickstand just popping off.
0: I guess I just live more dangerously than y'all. <laughs> Listen, if a gust of wind slightly <laughs> hits the left That's side fine of that for system, it's, it's falling gone. off. <laughs> I you know, bravo to you, but I don't get it. I don't understand. It <laughs> can't couldn't be me. Uh you know. I I thought you were using it as a setting it up on your desk and using it from across the room, but the the not the way no, that you're I've, using
2: it as uh, that screen's so small. No, I'll, I'll try that. I'll I'll see I how far away I can that. play it
1: it's like going to an eye doctor at that point you're just testing how good your eyes are at a distance yeah
0: yeah yeah, absolutely there are times when i'm watching something passively and i have it set up on my coffee table and i'm playing
1: while the tv's going yeah but your couch and your coffee table are like half a foot away from each other His his desk ain't that far from his bed uh, i've been in his room i see i'm i'm imagining like a standing across the room from your desk sort of no, situation no. yeah that's um, what i was also imagining like across <laughs> the <you>. living room <laughs> no, just like God. as
2: as far as possible trying to see how far you can play it yeah, yeah. no no not doing that although Who i will do to it go now.
1: to an optometrist when you can just test yeah. <laughs> your quality of vision yourself um Oh my gosh, uh, David.
2: You're going to be so mad when I set up the Switch across the room and win a game of Tetris 99. I don't know why you <laughs> put this idea into my head, but it's going to come back to bite you. <laughs>
1: Woo! Oh my God. Love that. God. Uh, I would like to make a little shout out. I My dad had our PS2, like my childhood PS2, um, when he moved, and I finally got that back this year and just... Playing that thing again after so long and playing the games that I did, just a wave of nostalgia and catharsis came over me. Um, Especially since Sony gives you no way to play those old games on your overpowered PS5. Yeah. Well, one of them I can play on there. (laughs) Good, but I'm not allowed to mention games, apparently.
0: Well, you are. No, it's just... (laughs)
2: If you if you wanted if you liked a game enough you should have brought it up during the Unimind, and we could actually put it on the list but
1: you didn't, <laughs> i so I'll bring it up here. No playing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so do it, just do it. <laughs> just playing Kingdom Hearts two, even just like an hour of it on that original PS two for me. This does
0: count because he didn't beat it, so it, it's true. So it's not even list. it doesn't even qualify but, for the list.
1: Okay, he has beaten it though. Well, you're Not right. this year. Not this year. <laughs> but, like, just just that experience, just being able to relive what took up uh, a very big yeah. portion, it, it was nice.
0: I apologize if you hear this noise, but Apollo is rolling all over the carpet right now. Not quite sure what his strategy in, in is. In
2: protest.
0: Of forest. <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he is mad at Forrest for doing this. No. Uh, he could pick up the vibes. Um, Although
2: I will allow Kingdom Hearts to talk because it does contain a duck,
1: exactly.
0: (laughs) And Tetsuya Nomura (laughs) and Kingdom Hearts.
2: Uh, So Kingdom Hearts contains Kingdom Hearts. Are you sure? Because oh, buddy, am I? I, That's that's a whole
1: other conversation. Uh, Um, I'm trying to think of a Kingdom Hearts game that doesn't. Have an appearance of Kingdom Hearts in it,
2: but is it uh, the real Kingdom Hearts? That's the question.
1: oh yeah, like the like a real genuine Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I would say chain of memories and maybe recoded, but every and dream. The real question distance. Is what is even Kingdom know. Know. Hearts? That's Kingdom that's... Hearts is light. <laughs> don't you know? Yeah, I believe that. Is... <laughs> uh, so,
0: really, Kingdom Hearts. Shout out to Kingdom Hearts yeah, for bringing always. Us joy. Uh, every chance you get. Okay, but
2: I'm, I'm uh, just going to say this once. I'm pretty sure in Kingdom Hearts 2, they were creating an artificial Kingdom Hearts. Yes, so I thought that
1: was has a real been. one. Like no, there are multiple ways to. There are like three different. No, Earth it was four. a it that was a an fake one? one. Yes, wow. yeah, that's shoot. what the
0: machine was that Ansem broke. Okay, in anyway, in that case, and, yeah. this, two and
2: uh, we, three five is, eight. This happened. podcast. This if podcast has listen... quickly turned into what every other episode of the podcast is. And that if is us want... talking about the semantics of Kingdom Hearts lore.
0: <laughs> if you want to listen to Seth and I go through all of the Kingdom Hearts lore up to Kingdom Hearts 3, we have an episode for that. Forrest missed out on that. Uh it's it's back in the eighties or nineties, uh before we hit uh we're talking nineteen eighties. Yes. Uh, we knew Kingdom Hearts was coming even before everyone else. Yes.
2: Anyway, uh, uh, before we get back into the list, I also want to shout out the Backbone 1, uh, another straight-up game changer. Uh, oh yeah. It's great. We love it. Always. We, we love it here. If you have an iOS device, you should go get one. It is the best way. Angela. Oh, there you go.
0: They they added the like a sign-up to get the news option on their website saw
1: that today on a similar note of but it playing is. games through different devices that are not your consoles i would like to shout out the playstation remote play app and the xbox like x cloud service because i would not have played as much games yes. as i did this year if it wasn't for those especially these last three weeks yes yes uh the backbone made it
0: uh, very easy for me to destroy people in Rocket League Sideswipe and also to play Pokemon Unite on my phone, which, uh, you know, I could play it on my Switch, but uh, if I have cell service or something, and I, I was playing Pokemon Unite at Disney on their Wi-Fi, which is great. Nice. Um, but the Backbone One uh, is a real game changer. I mean, you could get a... Listen, I've tried... I've seen other controllers that work on phones and held them and tried them and none of them feel as good. Uh, so I'm glad that it's being made for some Android devices. Cause uh, good Lord, do y'all need it? Yes. Yeah. They're not, they're the ones you have available to you are not great.
1: I can confirm.
0: Uh, so shout out to backbone. Um, Seth, are you ready? To reveal the fifth game.
2: Well, I certainly could uh, give it a try. Uh, coming in at number five, number five on our uh, best games of 2021 is the terrifying uh, Metroid Dread. Mm. It it's a great a game,
0: terrifying game. That's great. Very
2: terrifying at at points. A lot of fun. Just the right length of game and, and it's brought enough new to the Metroid, um, the Metroid formula to make it feel like a mostly modern, um, uh, Metroid style game. Yeah. I refuse. I, I, and I will not say Metroidvania because it's a Metroid game because it's Metroid. <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. Um, I think it 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 may it it's, it has the same feel as the old Metroid games do um but it's, there's just enough tweaks to where it doesn't feel old um and it feels it feels large and expansive without fe- without feeling um like dizzying and and complex uh it's just uh, a a whole lot of fun certainly there are gripes I had uh, I I wish that the music had been there'd been more bangers on the music um and the that's
1: the only gripe i have with the game
2: the i i still feel like that it's hard to describe but there is there like the the controls there's some there's like a kind of clunkiness to the way the buttons are mapped um that there were times even late in the game that i was like wait what button am i supposed to press to do x um but it's just it was a fantastic game um Hopefully we don't have to wait too much. We don't have to wait the same amount of time for Metroid Six, uh, and who the, I mean, who the heck knows when Prime and the uh, Four is coming out. But I'm glad that this game came out, and I'm glad that it seems to have been very successful.
1: Same because uh, uh, it's, it's a it's a great game. Dread was the game that d- like reignited me getting like wanting to play video games again this year. I had a real drought in the middle of the year, but once Dread hit, I've been going nonstop ever since pretty much. Uh, And with Dread being my first Metroid game, it got me to want to go back and play all the previous mainline games, which I have done and I'm about to circle back around to playing Dread again soon. Um, And it just has been one of the best experiences I've had in my whole life with a game. Um, Metroid Dread was, uh,
0: really u- unanimous on the Unimind. Um, we all wanted this on the list and it's, <clears throat> I, I haven't had a game that, uh, has kept me up until like two in the morning lately, uh, with wanting to do things in it and, um, that this game did that, uh, especially... With like learning patterns and stuff. Uh, I really thought that Returnal was going to be that game for me this year. Uh, And then I kind of just didn't get that. But you know. Metroid Dread really. I loved learning all the patterns of the bosses. Learning how to maneuver the environment as easily as possible. And getting some of the. uh, I have no clue what they call them. Like just the the really hard like bomb and health locations, um, like that's what they was are. really engaging to me. Yeah, but there's like a special term for some of them, isn't there? Like, a,
2: I don't know. I mean, I uh, if you're thinking of like the something. the shine spark puzzles,
0: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. I attempted some of those. I did not get them, but you know, um, but yeah, great game, fantastic game uh very glad that it is on our list um Forrest, if you could give us number four
1: and at number four for our 2021 games of the year on suplex the sticks is going to be guardians of the galaxy what mm-hmm. a surprise for Good, me big surprise i i You could go back and
0: listen to the old episodes.
1: (laughs) We were very like, ugh, it doesn't look great. I thought this game was going
0: to be terrible.
1: Uh, This this game has my favorite story of the year. Uh, With everything that it includes um, from the comics side of things and how it perfectly integrates the depictions of the characters from the comics and the movies into this one perfect melding of it all, uh, it actually has led me to... Realize that, like this specific group of the Guardians and how they are written and they interact, is my favorite iteration of the team. Well, it's
0: <laughs> it's much better than the comics or the movie iterations. It, it, it's and able
1: to take the best of both and bring it all into one and weave so many emotional and personal stories that they are able to explore and fully wrap around on the arcs for. And I, a lot of moments in this game hit me very hard, uh, harder than any, almost anything else has this year.
0: Along with some astoundingly uh, insane moments inside of it. Like uh, there's just, uh, a ton of very humorous big set pieces that the game throws at you. Um, what's kind of great is it's a game where you can, uh, uh, like you you have like dialogue options and stuff like that. Uh, and they they meaningfully affect the game, but not in a way where you miss any big set pieces. Um, so that the 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 journey may be off a couple of steps, but you're still hitting the big moments and you're not going to like see something on Twitter and be like, "Oh man, I can't believe I didn't get that." Yeah. Like you're still getting all that stuff, um, but your relationship to the characters are defined uh and maybe shaped shaped a little differently uh by the dialogue for each of those encounters. And that's that's one of my favorite things about it. There's never a moment where I was so worried about my decision um that i like stopped and like oh man what am i gonna pick because i'm afraid i might not get something yeah um and that's what i hate about some of those games where it's like i know if i pick something it's gonna what if i get the thing that sucks (laughs) um (laughs) and so there's not that in this which i i found very commendable and that they were able to make it work as well as they did um the game is absolutely gorgeous also. It is one of the uh, best looking games I've ever seen. The There's some frame rate jank and stuff that's very frustrating. Uh, but the the rest of the game looked uh, fantastic. It was just beautiful. I, I couldn't believe it. Because all yeah. the trailers leading up to it made it look like an Xbox 360 game. Yeah. That wasn't great looking. And... I don't know what, maybe they were just trying to undersell, over-deliver, no clue there. Um, but it 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 worked. Yeah, uh, so much
1: about the visual this of this game, like, you could tell clearly so much work was put into them. Uh, like, a lot of the facial animations, whether or not you think they look great they do move a lot in ways that i have not really seen in many games outside of maybe la noir just with how intricate some of the parts of these characters faces move and how they're able to emote certain emotions or lines and stuff like just so many things about the presentation are entirely on point point right um also i ended up loving the gameplay um i especially once i got into the groove of it and giving orders to the different guardians members and kind of figuring out how each of them worked in a combat setting and what they were best at when it came to crowds or uh solo enemies it it was just a really fun time consistently like the game was firing on all cylinders for me um by, by the end of it all, yeah,
0: yeah, same here, loved it, loved it,
2: um personally, I was not surprised unlike you guys, but I also <laughs> didn't play it, so <laughs> well,
0: but so you you thought those trailers made it look good and entertaining?
2: No, I just wasn't <laughs> surprised,
0: oh, okay, That's, <laughs> that makes sense, sure, um I listen, I really liked it. I when I bought it, uh how do I put this the right way? There's some times where I buy a game purely I mean, because <laughs> of, so true purely because of, of content like I was like, this game will be relevant. I have nothing else to play right now, so I might as well play this I, I and I think I might enjoy it, but who knows um, and you know, it, it ended up really, really coming out of nowhere yeah. and hitting, striking that chord with me. So, rightfully at number four. Um, at number three, we have Halo Infinite.
1: Return of the King, baby.
0: It's great. The multiplayer. I don't want to go too far into Halo Infinite. We talked about because it a lot. We talked about it recently. Um and it's just an amazing game that uh you know it Seth wasn't even sure it was going to come out this year he was being I'm still a not, hater.
2: I'm still not sure it's
0: out well you haven't played it so there's no way that you could know unless you downloaded it yourself it's
2: true like, I, um, I i still don't know we
0: i mean the the multiplayer they've got they've got some bugs to figure out uh when it comes to pricing of uh, cosmetics yeah. and they know that, st- that stuff is bad and too expensive and they're they're working
1: on it um, but the gameplay itself like the, the actual meat of the game is fantastic it, it's one of the best shooters I've ever played and that is saying something given that was my favorite genre for the majority of my life well it is also one of the more prevalent genres
0: so yeah. it's hard <laughs> for know. it not to be someone's favorite you know
1: uh but but even, but even the campaign too campaign's like I, great. it like i just all around this game infinite is exactly what it needed to be and more i would say
0: well that's probably because they cut three-fourths of the bulk of it out so they if you read any of the uh if you read any of the jason schreier pieces or anything about this game uh when when Joe Staten came in uh i remember specifically recording I don't know if it was our game of the year episode or one at the end of december last year or on 2020 uh but
2: on on january 31st
0: no when they announced that Joe Stanton was hired it ha- that announcement came through while we were recording yes and uh I don't know where that episode is but I remember being very excited, and apparently he came in uh, with a machete and (laughs) uh, basically, you know, got that game down to what made it work and tick the best way. And God bless him, it worked. Um, I'm excited to see what they add in the future because I bet you anything that uh, a lot of that stuff could be and slash will be reused for DLC. And add-ons in the future, so yep. that the game can keep growing. Um,
1: yeah, that is there their was, plan for this game. They're very vocal about that. There's different biomes. There's different which environments. Is, which is the uh, one thing that I feel the game, the campaign, is lacking. So, like we know, we're getting more. Right. So uh, they're gonna. It's
0: gonna be very easy to add stuff to this game because uh, it was technically already there at some point. <laughs> um, you know very excited to see what happens with Halo as this continues because they definitely left some tasty morsels for how far the the new the new normal could be for Halo yeah uh, you know it's gonna be good 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 um, Seth, would you like to introduce number two on the list?
2: I would be very happy to because this is a game. Which I waited for for a very long time, uh, despite the majority of that time it not existing. Um, <laughs> uh, one which was revealed uh this year and came out this year, right? Or was it revealed? I don't remember when I'm sure it was revealed actually. I just remember being super excited when it w- was revealed, um, replaying the trailer and the music from it in my car, like on loop. Um, and absolutely having a blast when it finally came out, and that is Neo. The world ends with you. Um, finally uh, finishing. I don't even know if you could say it's finishing the story, but we got a brand new story in Shibuya that brought back the brought back old favorites, and it was just man, it was just it was just great. I was so glad. I you know it was a game I was sort of. I wasn't, like, I was always sure I was going to play it and going to enjoy it, but the the switch from 2D to 3D, I wasn't sure how it would work and if it would be able to maintain the same feel. And they really did. Um, They did a great job of creating a whole new uh, battle system uh, and creating all new mechanics in 3D that had, that despite being drastically different, sort of had the kind of frenetic feel that the original game had. Um, and the music is great. The characters, the voice acting, fantastic. Just, mm, great game. I'm so glad it came out. So glad it's number two on this list. <laughs> number one in my heart.
0: Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this game. I did not beat it, uh, so I feel bad, but I, I tried. I, I think still... it's a
1: great game for something I didn't touch at all. But we well, yeah, it certainly good. is the number 2 game. It's number 2. For us. The
2: Unimind does not lie. It does not.
1: Not at all. And that's why
0: I'm so excited for all of us to collectively announce that the game of the year
2: is for Neo 2. Is Neo 2. It's Neo 2.
0: Alan Wake Remastered. <laughs>
1: Something as niche and <laughs> g- as loved as Neo Two. It came from ten years ago, give or take. Oh
2: Lord, Alan Wake <laughs> remastered,
1: a game
0: that I love oh. so much with my whole heart. I I played this, <laughs> a game the which last... you had,
2: yes, you had no knowledge of until. The last three weeks of the year.
0: Well, I've <laughs> I've known about Alan Wake. No, sure, sure, I've, but I just I've mean known... like
2: the ex- you, you didn't know the experience of playing it and the kind of absurdity and um, the cool the cool ways that it presents itself. It's it's a it's a fantastic game, uh, and it's so awesome that they they brought it back with um, remastered visuals to 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 let a whole new generation of people experience this. Um, it it's a- awesome. It's it's awesome the way they they put more content into control from it uh, the 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 moment when they sh- the, the the trailer for Alan wake 2 uh, and that moment when I was watching it during the game Awards when I realized that Alan wake was doing the narration it freaked out uh, it's it's great I'm I will not argue with the results of the un here because this is a great game and I even played the even played the remaster I just love Alan wake
0: I, I think you should you should play it, to be honest. I mean, honest. I will, yeah. It I'm, is.
2: I'm going to eventually.
0: It is stunning. It is absolutely stunning. Uh, the game is beautiful. Uh, you know, the, the, the way the characters interact with each other. Um, this is a, a game that, like, if you haven't seen Twin Peaks, it's so uh, slightly aggressively Twin Peaks inspired uh which is kind of fun. Uh and I have seen Twin Tweaks. Um but just the way that it shifts from being a horror game to being an action adventure game. Uh for a game that's 10 years old or I believe a little over ten. Uh it's it does that more smoothly and more with more finesse than uh Resident Evil 8. <laughs> uh Uh, It does it with uh, just mm. the narration of Alan Wake while he's doing things is so good. And picking up the the pages of a book that you're actually playing (laughs) in the moment is...
2: Good question mark? Some
0: of the most absurd and inspired game making i've ever seen (laughs) and
2: oh lord this game i
0: think i think that genuinely the point of art is to to make you feel something whether good or bad uh sometimes uh trust me i played 12 minutes um (laughs) (laughs) the thing is when when you're playing something and you you're able to look at it and just kind of say what, and then have to like slowly parse out what the information you just took in. Uh, it's it's great that something like that is so. Um, it just stays with you. It's it's why we as a group like Kingdom Hearts on a level. Um, like you you can understand it, but also. There's a level of not understanding it that you'll always have, and and I think that Alan Wake, you you can understand it, but like why did they make these decisions and and what <laughs> what is really going on is a lot of weird stuff, and it's it's inspired me to go back and play Control. I've started playing Control on my PS5 um, because I have the Ultimate Edition on there. Uh, If you want to play this, you really have to get it digitally because there's nowhere in the world that has it physically, from what I could tell. Um, So I bought a digital game that I can't trade in for this, and it's totally worth it. Uh, I played both of these special episodes that were... They also remastered the DLC that came out when the game initially came out. Um, So those were really fun and delve deeper into the... Um, what Alan Wake is doing in the darkness and the where the future of Alan Wake could be headed, which would be interesting, especially with all this stuff I've seen. One of the things that I absolutely loved, so throughout the game of Alan Wake Remastered, you are, and Alan Wake itself, you are picking up these pages that tell the story of the game. But also, Seth, I, I think I showed you this, uh, there are UPC U, or QR codes in the game that link off to unlisted YouTube videos of Alan Wake narrating stuff to himself that is seemingly set after the game, uh, mm. which is really cool and really interesting. So it's set in the Alan Wake in the darkness times. Um god I'm so I, I might play Alan Wake's American Nightmare apparently that's not canon it's just kind of extra stuff so I don't know if I'm going to but I'm very excited <laughs> to see what happens with Alan Wake 2 and if uh honestly one of the reasons this is one of my favorite things is it also gave I the Alan Wake and Control go so hand in hand
1: that Well, with the way that those two universes work together, there's an argument that American Nightmare could be canon in some stupid form. Um, But
0: Alan Wake and Control go so hand in hand that um, I feel bad for people that have played Control that haven't played Alan Wake. And for everyone that has played Alan Wake, I'm pretty sure they have played Control (laughs) Um, because you kind of, Uh, heck i even downloaded the other day quantum break just to see what else remedy has been doing with their time um i haven't played it or started it up but i don't know if you've ever decided to go down that rabbit hole Seth. um
2: no i have not
0: no but uh very excited to see what happens and uh for this to i'm replaying controlled now so to give a uh, a new shape to my relationship with control is going to be great. Um, but Alan Wake remastered, truly one of my favorite experiences.
1: Of
2: truly the game year. of the
1: year 2021. <laughs> Agreed. It's very true. Unanimously.
2: You 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 may have your uh, own opinions about the result of the Unimind, and you know some of us may have opinions of the result of the Unimind. Uh But this, this <laughs> is, you know, this is what it is. It's Alan Wake. You can't argue with it.
0: And one would say that when I may when you I may
2: want to argue with it, but I, I can't. <laughs>
0: When you when you form a unimind, what you get
1: is All arguments are gone. All arguments are gone. There is only agreement.
0: Yeah.
2: It's true. It's I mean not we a do lake, find it's that in, it's, <laughs> Yes. Yes. We can all agree on that. <laughs> in fact, we'll 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 sign off the episode with that. <laughs> yes. We'll all say it together.
0: <laughs> um I'm I'm so glad that all of you have joined us on this journey and i you know i'm excited to see what 2022 brings for us as a show thank you for allowing us this break and and like seth said we can all agree at the end of the day it's not a lake it's not a lake (laughs) it's an ocean